Hello and a very warm welcome to Fanbyte Daily for Thursday, July 23rd, 2020. I am your host, editor-at-large for Fanbyte.com, John Warren, and I'm here to take you through today's headlines and games and entertainment in less than 10 minutes. This one's going to be a close call, so let's get to it. Xbox held their huge first-party game showcase for about an hour this morning, with numerous reveals and trailers for some of the platform's biggest franchises bookending the event. The top story, of course, is the gameplay reveal of Halo Infinite, the latest in 343 Studios' long-running shooter. Master Chief is back on the Halo itself in a level reminiscent of the original Xbox game in the demo we saw, but he's got some new tricks for dealing with old enemies. The rumors and speculation about the grappling hook were all right, uh, with Chief being able to traverse terrain faster, pull himself toward enemies, and grab objects with the hook. Equipment abilities are back as well. We saw Chief deploy a remote shield. These equipment abilities can be improved in a light upgrade system folks spotted in the menu. Also in the menu is a large map with waypoints suggesting an openness not seen in a Halo game before. Take this with a bit of a grain of salt, however, since 343 gave an interview to IGN saying this open segment is hours into the campaign and quote, this area, end quote, is very open to explore. It doesn't necessarily suggest the whole game is or isn't open world, but this description indicates maybe a combination of traditional Halo campaign levels and some open world segments. Sprinting is back, and we're not sure how different it is from previous implementations. We also saw right, uh, the right bumper as the default for reloading, which is from Halo 3. Visually, the game has a softer palette and closer style to earlier entries of the series in, uh, than more recent ones. We didn't see any multiplayer in action, but we did see some new weapons, including a three-burst banished rifle and the Bulldog shotgun, which replaces the old UNSC riot shotgun. Halo Infinite will be an Xbox Series X launch title, but you'll also be able to grab it for Xbox One this holiday season. Don't count on there being a Halo Infinite 2, as 343 has said they're planning on making Halo Infinite a platform they can iterate on for the next decade. Playground Games, the makers of the Forza Horizon series of racing games, is producing a new game in the Fable franchise, which was announced at the very end of the show. We haven't seen a new main uh, line Fable game in a decade, and the trailer they showed retained the same extremely British sensibilities of the original games. No other details were dropped, but job listings seem to confirm that the new Fable is the AAA open world RPG the studio has been working on for a while. Tetris Effect is leaving the comfortable arms of PlayStation exclusivity and heading to Xbox, uh, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC as Tetris Effect Connected, which got a very cool trailer at the event showcasing multiplayer and co-op play. If you liked Warhammer Vermintide, the frantic co-op game in the popular uh, fantasy series, you may also be interested in Warhammer 40k Darktide, which appears to be the exact same thing, it's just set in the sci-fi setting of the spin-off series. Uh, let's see what else, uh, Stalker 2 and Psychonauts 2 both got trailers at the event. There's no reason I put them together other than there's a 2 in their titles. Both look pretty good for totally different reasons. Uh, Jack Black showed up, I won't tell you for which game. Uh, State of Decay 3 got a teaser trailer announcing its existence and not much else. There was a zombie deer. 
Uh, same deal uh, with the next Forza Motorsport, which will debut at some point on Xbox Series X. Uh, don't nods, tell me why. Looks like it'll follow their familiar adventure game formula set in Life is Strange, uh, which will follow twins who return to their childhood home to unravel a family mystery. We won't have to wait long for the first episode to drop. It's out on August 27th. Everwild is a game Rare has talked about before, even going so far as to say their experience with Sea of Thieves has informed some of their choices in this beautiful game. You'd think that would clue us into what this game is actually uh, about, but it, it doesn't. Uh, it looks like a multiplayer game, though, that acts as a reverse monster hunter, perhaps, where your group has to extract magical beasts from certain danger. Uh, Obsidian had a big day, with three of their games represented during the presentation. Uh, Peril on Gorgon is the first DLC for The Outer Worlds, which has the player tracking down some space drugs in the wacky capitalist hellscape introduced to the world last year. Uh, Danielle wrote a uh, piece about the expansion over on fanbyte.com, you should check it out. Uh, next was a cheeky new trailer for Grounded Obsidian's survival game that looks like a cross between Ark and Honey I Shrunk the Kids. If you're not into bugs, skip it. <laughs> there are a lot of bugs, big bugs. Uh, but it looks like a hoot and a holler to me. Uh, it looks like a really good stream game, actually. Um, the big news from Obsidian is a beefy AAA first-person RPG set in the world of Pillars of Eternity, the isometric RPG series they've created. Uh, called Avowed, we saw just a glimpse of the game that evoked Morrowind a bit more than Skyrim. It's being built from the ground up for Xbox Series X. We don't know much uh, beyond that, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, every game we did see at the event is part of Xbox Game Pass, including Destiny 2. Destiny 2's expansions, including the upcoming Beyond Light, are also coming to Game Pass, which makes Xbox a very real and cost-effective destination for your Destiny playing when Beyond Light drops on November 10th. Four Xbox One games are getting big optimizations for Xbox Series X, Microsoft announced today. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Gears Tactics, Sea of Thieves, and the Transcendent Forza Horizon 4 are all getting snazzy performance upgrades when they launch on the new console this holiday season. Whew, that's it for the Xbox event. That was a lot. Uh, we did hit most of it here, but if you want more thorough discussion about what we saw, check out Fanwidth, uh, Check out the Fanwith podcast feed for a special episode that aired today. Uh, it was a good one. I was on it. Ren, Merritt, Nikki. Uh, we had a good chat about everything we saw. Uh, Dragon Quest XI-S is the Switch version of the popular JRPG, which allows shifting between a modern look and old-school top-down aesthetic. This version, not the original PlayStation 4 version, just called Dragon Quest XI, is coming to the Xbox One, PlayStation 4 again, and PC. What's maybe a bit odd about this is it's apparently a direct port of the Switch version, meaning it will look considerably worse when in modern mode than the original PlayStation 4 release. <sighs> Are you keeping up with that? Okay. Still, uh, 11S reviewed very well when it came to Switch. And as pretty as the original version is, it's still a great game worth checking out, even if it's a little bit rougher around the edges. Uh, finally today, creator of the Sweet Coden series of role-playing games, Yoshitaka Moriyama, tweeted, quote, It's just a day left in Japanese earlier today, uh, leading many to speculate something Sweet Coden related might be coming. I won't totally crush that speculation, but Muriyama probably would have had to return to Konami after 18 years of absence, 
and also Konami would have had to wake up this morning and decide to make good video games again. Uh, both seem very unlikely, but as a fan of the series, it would be very cool to see another Suikoden in the wild. We won't have to wait long. We should probably find out tomorrow. Uh, that is it for a jam-packed Thursday. Good stuff. Uh, join us again tomorrow to wrap up the week, and please check out all of our good podcasts at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. Have a good one, folks.